We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome, everybody, to the award-winning Rotowire Fantasy Basketball Podcast. It is Friday, November 18th, 2022. Alex Berutha here with Shannon McEwen. No K-Train Kreitz today. He's doing big business stuff. And this is going to be a pretty brief episode, so we're going to run through things very quickly here. Uh, we had Kawhi Leonard come back after a 12-game absence last night, Shannon. Uh, would you consider selling high on Kawhi if he, if he has a nice stretch here? I think you have to. Uh, I absolutely would. I mean, essentially, I'm I'm waiting, hoping that he puts together a long enough stretch where I can then trade him for anyone who's a top 50 player. Um, but there's just too much risk involved with Kawhi. So if I can get a, a safer option uh, after Kawhi hopefully builds up his value, I'm, I'm absolutely doing that. Yeah. I, I agree. Yeah, if you can, he, it's just such a mess to deal with it in an out of your lineup. I would just rather not even deal with it. That's how I'm feeling about Clay Thompson right now on some of my teams. I was like, I would just rather trade this for somebody who actually plays. Uh, anybody on the Clippers whose value you're worried about with Kawhi coming back? Not, not terribly. Uh, you know, this team is kind of mix and matched their their rotation and just pieced together options with with it's just a constantly revolving door right like george sits the occasional game you'll have norm powell who'll step up and have a game batum we'll see more minutes you know we haven't really seen much from covington yet this year uh reggie jackson's coming off a big game uh but that was with Kawhi and george both healthy not necessarily i mean i don't think i think norm powell's probably the one obvious option or if you're in a league that was deep enough to have norm powell to to be streaming a guy like luke Kennard, uh who sat last night yeah those are the guys that are going to be hurt from it but they were basically fringe players in most like 12 team leagues anyways i agree so we have paulo bancaro out another week um you know we've gotten big performances from Mobamba, chumo kiki's been starting okay i should say and um, Bull Bull, again, another kind of sell high question. If you have Bull Bull, are you just looking to move him now before Bancaro comes back? Um, and then a follow-up question. Jalen Suggs is playing really well, but you have Cole Anthony and Markel Fultz kind of looming. What do you think you do with both of those guys? 
It, it is a tough scenario. And I, I think that's where Bobo's value is going to take a dip is once those guards start getting back. Cause, cause then in that scenario, Bancaro move up to the four Franz Wagner move up to, to the three and you have two, possibly two guards with Suggs and Fultz or Anthony starting. That's when it's going to get really interesting. But right now, I'm, I, unless you can get, man, it's got to be like a top 60, top 70 player in exchange for Bull Bull. I'm probably holding him. I, I'm starting to, I, I'm starting to, to kind of lean more I'm in the favor of, of this is legit. This is something we're going to see long term. Uh, you know, his handles, his ability to grab a rebound, you know, take it down to the other end of the court, make a play immediately uh, is intriguing. And the more I watch, the more I'm buying in. Uh, he's also coming off one of his better games, probably his best game of the season 26 points, 12 rebounds, three blocks, took 21 shot attempts and, and nearly 50 fantasy points. I just, I like, I like the fact that he blocks shots, hits threes, you know, the, the rebound total can get, can be pretty fairly high when he's getting 30 plus minutes. There's some risk involved, but there's also just tons of upside with Bobo where I, I might be holding him. Uh, it really depends on what I'm getting in, in return. Yeah. This is a situation where we all sort of knew that he had this potential if someone gave him the minutes and was committed to his success and if he made strides on his own, and, and here we are. Um, as far as, yeah, the Sug situation, I I might just ride high while I can, but I don't know. I would also be worried about Cole Anthony and Markel Fultz. We also have uh, Kyrie Irving returning from a suspension on Sunday. Do you believe that Cam, if you picked up Cam Thomas, Sumner, or Watanabe, do you believe this is almost an automatic drop, this Sunday yeah. waivers? Yeah, zero zero hesitation to drop any of those guys. You know, you've you've got aside from Kyrie, you've still got guys like like Seth Curry, Seth Curry also, who is going to get more and more minutes as the season goes on. I, you know, those guys, some of those guys have had nice games, been a nice story, but we saw Subner last night had a dud. Um, he's going to immediately be removed. Um, from the starting lineup, he he played six minutes uh, last night and finished with half of a fantasy points, half of a fantasy point. Um, you know, Camp Thomas is an in, in, intriguing talent, but I, I just don't see the minutes or or the usage being there once Kyrie returns. He's another guy who had had a dud last night, um, so I, I would drop any of those guys without hesitation. I agree. We had some weird performances in that Nets game, too. We had Royce O'Neal with the triple-double, the 11-11-10. Oh, yeah. Nabe goes for 20-7. and seven. Ben Simmons had his best game of the year, 15-13-7-1. Fouled out in 32 minutes. He continues to have foul trouble, but a good sign from him since mm-hmm. he had been hurt and, and all that stuff. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. 
Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Uh, we also have LeBron James, questionable to make his return Friday, today. Uh, he had done non-contact stuff uh, Thursday, but it didn't sound like Darvin Ham was that concerned. Do you think there's anything actionable here? Because I'm not sure. I mean, I was anybody even worth picking up too much with LeBron out? Like, it, they kind of spread the minutes around. Well, we, I, I wanted to talk about this guy during our waiver wire segment, but I'm not going to. So I'm just going to mention it here. Okay. Lonnie Walker, for all his faults as, a, as an NBA player, is still worth scooping up, even with LeBron yeah. uh, returning. It's just amazing to me that Lonnie Walker's available in like 60, 70% of leagues, and he's averaging 16 and a half points per game this season, 1.1 steals, 1.8 three-pointers. His percentages are solid, 47% from the floor, uh, 81% from the line. Uh, It's rare that you have a guy 11 games into the season who's basically locked in the starting lineup, averaging 16 and a half points, and he's still that widely available. Uh, so that's actually my actionable item is is stop sleeping on Lonnie Walker and, and pick him up for as long as he's going to be uh, going to be productive, which which he has been with and without LeBron this year. We don't have a fan feedback question because Ken's not here, but I want to ask something to you. If you have LeBron James, would you trade him for Cade Cunningham and Devin Vassell? Yes, I would. I, I would in, in an instant. Um, I, I think, you know, on a per game level, LeBron James is going to have insane value still. Uh, we, we've seen that each of the past couple seasons as well. Uh, my worry is just going to be games played uh, with the Lakers being as bad as they are. Uh, I don't expect that to improve as the season goes on. So I if I can get two guys who I consider both those top 50 options for the remainder of the season, you know, Cade Cunningham is dealing with a a minor shin injury right now, but he's going to return uh, very soon. And and you're getting two guys who I I would fully expect to be locked into the top 50 value for the remainder of the season um, with top 30 upside really for both of them. Um, And, and a guy who, you know, is a veteran, great player, but but I worry. I worry if he whether or not he's going to play. Is he is he going to play what three out of four games the remainder of the season? Yeah, I asked that because that's a trade I proposed in one of my leagues, and uh, I'm going to see if I can get some depth by getting a, a two for one. Let's go to the waiver wire. Uh, next week's schedule: most teams have four or three games. However, there are three teams with two games. That is Toronto, Houston, and Charlotte. Uh, I'm going to jump right into it. Uh, we're each going to go with two available in 50% of leagues players and then one long shot of the week without Ken here. Uh, my first option, Bones Highland. 
53% roster in Yahoo, 15% in ESPN. He's about only 150th for the season, but it's very clear that he's just a usage hog. When he plays, he shoots, he he passes. And um, whenever anybody's out, especially in the backcourt for Denver, it's just, it's more bones. And uh, right now, Jamal Murray's in COVID protocols, as is Nikola Jokic. Complicates things for Denver. Not sure exactly how long they'll be out. Like we've seen guys like Brad Beal miss four or five games with COVID protocols. We've seen some guys come back after like one or two games. It's just not clear. But um, I think he's someone that you can just keep on your bench in 12 teamers. You stream him in on a four game week. You stream him in if Jamal Murray's out. Um, I think he has to be rostered in, in 12 teamers. Yeah, I think that's a good call. And, and it's it's pretty insane how productive he's been this year in limited time. Uh, under 21 minutes per game, 14.7 points, 3.5 assists, 3.1 three-pointers while shooting 50% from downtown. Uh, it's, it's just bonkers. And a good chunk of his field goal attempts are coming from downtown every game. Uh, he's going to get in there and, and even in 20 minutes um, has had just gigantic games. Like you said, with Murray out, um, his, his short-term value for tonight. So if you're in a daily league uh, with streaming options, Bones is a great option for Friday night and, and probably through through the next two or three games, possibly, depending on how quickly Murray bounces back. Uh, the Denver team is, you know, especially in the backcourt, I do feel like they still have some depth because you have Murray, you have Contavious Caldwell-Pope, and then Highland and Bruce Brown both off the bench. Um, it's to be determined, you know, if Bones Highland's going to get the start uh, for Murray on Friday night or Bruce Brown. I I, th- I think it's 50-50 right now. I might lean slightly towards Brown being the more likely option. And, and honestly, Brown is a good streaming option right now as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, who is your available in 50% of leagues player? Yeah, all of my guys actually would qualify as long shots this week, but okay. it, it, it's hard to pass up. Um, you know, even they're so they're so low owned. I still think these guys need to be highlighted. The first one is Cam Reddish, who is now starting for the New York Knicks. He's been solid too. You know, he's he's only it feels like Cam has been around forever, but he's only twenty three, uh, and, and he he seems to picking up some steam with the Knicks. He, he started seven games in a row, but if you look at just the past three games, uh, he's averaged 34 minutes, 18 points, uh, 2.3 steals, one block, and 1.3 three-pointers per game, uh, 57% from the floor, 91% from the line uh, during that three-game stretch. But essentially, I, you know, his first handful, his first four starts were not pretty, uh, but this is showing what kind of upside he has. I, I think he's worth it, especially on weeks uh, as a streaming option on weeks where the Knicks have four games. Um, as long as he's in the starting lineup, he should be on the radar for more fantasy leagues than he currently is, um, as he's only owned in uh, 6% of Yahoo and 3% of ESPN leagues. <laughs> yeah, I um, I am not convinced Ruggish is that good of a basketball player, but if the Knicks are going to continue trusting him, um, and he's going to continue playing about 30 minutes a game. It, you got to take a look. Um, my next guy for 50% of leagues is Malik Beasley, who is rostered in 43% of Yahoo and 40% of ESPN. Got off to a bit of a slow start. But we have Rudy Gay out for two weeks plus. Um, Beasley, purely a 3 and D guy. Um, so if you're looking for anything besides like three-pointers and steals, and he's not even getting that many steals this year, to be honest. 
Uh, you got to look elsewhere. But past five games for Beasley, 16 and a half points, 4.33s, five boards. That's pretty nice for him. 1.5 assists, one steal in 28 minutes. Jazz play four games this week. So I think just at the very least, he's a he's a stream in. And then if he continues to play well, maybe he just turns into a hold. Yeah, he's very similar to Lonnie Walker, who I mentioned earlier. Yeah. Uh, com- comparable production, more three-pointers from Beasley. Uh, he's definitely a stream option. Uh, my second pickup uh, is going to be Grant Williams. Figured I, I, I need to give the Celtics some love with Ken missing today's episode. <laughs> And and I I poo poo on Grant Williams often, but he's playing solid right now, and and he, he's basically locked into the Celtics starting lineup. He started six straight games for Boston over that stretch: thirty two minutes, ten point seven points, five point two rebounds, uh, and, and one point eight three pointers. Good percentages: fifty five and eighty two percent. Yeah, he's nothing too spectacular. Doesn't get as many defensive stats as I would like. Uh, but a solid producer while he's locked into the starting lineup, especially if you're in like a 14-team league where he's available, he's a guy you can put into your lineup when when the Celtics have four games. Someone who can, uh, has proven to have the trust of the coaching staff and um, can play both front court positions. So, yeah, no shortage of uh, – he has a very high minutes floor. Um, yes. So I, yeah. I, I do like that option for him. He can occasionally pop off. My long shot this week, Denny Avdia, 11% roster in Yahoo, 2% in ESPN. The Anthony Gill experience has come to a close. Not really sure what that was about. It was kind of a bizarre fever dream. Um, but their options, aside from Avdia, uh, like aside from Avdia, they just don't, like they're really shallow. The Wizards are very shallow. They're getting like a lot of minutes out of Jordan Goodwin, who is essentially an unknown guy. They're playing Porzingis along at center. It's like they, they still don't feel like they can trust Hachimura a ton. Um, so I like his upside to continue seeing about 30 minutes a game. A lot of these recent performances that he's been playing well have come without Bradley Beal, but he followed that up the other night yep. in the game that Beal was back. Um, it's per 36 over the past two seasons, 12 points, one and a half threes, 7.6 boards, three assists, 1.1 steals, almost a block. That's okay. Like you're in a deep league, you're getting a guy who plays 30 minutes and has that as his averages. Um, I think that guy has to be rostered if you're in like a 16 teamer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's it's that three point block steal combination. He rebounds decently, um, but 1.3 steals, 0.8 blocks, and, and two three pointers per game over his past four. Uh, I like him as a pickup as well. Uh, for my long shot, I'm going to Motown. Marvin Moneybags Bagley. It hasn't been impressive so far. He's only played three games this year, but he started each of the past two with Isaiah Stewart, you know, set to, to miss probably a handful more games at least. Uh, Bagley should stick in the starting lineup over those two starts. He's averaged 10 points, 6.5 rebounds, doing nothing uh, on the defense end, which is to be expected. Um, but he really hasn't had the opportunity to shake off the rust much yet. Uh, I think the he will get more productive um, over the course of the next week or so. I don't ex- I don't expect it to be league winning production by any means. Um, there's also a worry that Jalen Duran could could eat some of those minutes. Uh, last night with the Pistons, you know, Dwayne Casey before the game said that it's 
it's basically impossible for him to play minutes uh, Duran and Bagley together because the the lack of, of spacing available when those two are on the court together. Um, so they're probably going to split minutes pretty evenly at the five spot uh, with Stewart out. Um, I think, you know, depending on your appetite and your need, which categorical need you have, if you're looking more for rebounds and blocks, Duran's probably the better streaming option. But if you need scoring, then, then it's going to be, it's going to be Marvin Bagley. And, and you know, it, go, it goes, it should be noted as well that Bagley did start. His first start was with Stewart in the starting lineup. That was the game Stewart left due to injury. Um, so Bagley could get a pretty long leash in the starting lineup. Yeah. And you never know what happens when Cade comes back. I mean, Cade being available as a distributor to feed the ball to Bagley more um, is good. Cause Bagley isn't someone who necessarily is great at creating his own, own offense. Right. Um so I think he, he actually may have more upside when, when Cade comes back. So it could be a hold. And those two flashed some chemistry last season as well. Uh, and Bagley really is the only um, lob option on that team. Isaiah Stewart's a, a great hustle player, but he's not really an above-the-rim guy. Uh, so it, Bagley, having having that lob option for Cade is not, not the worst thing in the world. Let's uh, – good word from our friend – Friends at Vivid Seats, the NBA is back. On behalf of Vivid Seats, let's get one thing clear. Nothing beats seeing your favorite team beat every other team live and in person to the sounds of screaming fans. Vivid Seats believes that real fans deserve to be rewarded and that you deserve a ticketing platform that not only makes it easy to find great deals, but also rewards you all season long. Vivid Seats is the only ticketing company where you can earn rewards with every purchase. No one else has that. They even have a 100% buyer guarantee that your ticket will be as legit as your love for the game. Visit VividSeats.com or download the app today and use promo code ROTOWIRE for $10 off your first $100 purchase. Uh, that's promo code R-O-T-O-W-I-R-E for $10 off your first $100 ticket purchase. Download the app or visit VividSeats.com today. Vivid Seats experience it live. That's RotoWire for $10 off. All right. Now it's on to our Friday DFS picks brought to you by FanDuel. Fans sign up for FanDuel now and compete for millions of dollars in prizes each day. Choose your best NBA lineup and compete to win real cash. All right, Alex, how's this slate looking? 11 games today. Uh, Highest over under 236 Pacers at Rockets. That's going to be a really fun game. Uh, I know Kevin Porter Jr. is questionable for that. But as always, for the main injuries, check the Rotowire lineups page. But uh, early this morning, we had some news. Um, Jimmy Butler's out. Bam out of bio. Close to doubtful. Tyler Hero's still out. So that Heat game, uh, looking a little like a skeleton crew, um, could be some Nikola Jokic, uh, Jovic action. Not going to be the first time I messed that up. We also have LaMelo Ball, who's out again, uh, sprained his ankle. Uh, basically in, I think it was his second game back. And then Jokic and Murray are out due to COVID protocols. I will say before we jump into this quickly, we have a new feature on the Rotowire Optimizer. You can, as a user, adjust the minutes uh, of the players in the player pool. So if you think Nikola Jovic will play 34 minutes instead of 28 minutes, and we have him projected for 28, you can change that. And the projections will go along with it. Um so I, I think that's a really good feature for some user stuff. Um, 
Shannon, what are you looking towards first in this slate that's already being marred with injuries? Yeah, there, there's a ton of different approaches tonight. One of the first games I, re- I really looked at was the Memphis OKC. Actually, there's two games, uh, Memphis OKC and Indiana uh, and the Rockets. Uh, two of the higher over-unders of the night. Uh, and also, I just think there's some obvious value options for those for those uh, four teams. Uh, with Memphis, yeah, I know Dylan Brooks, again, a very uh, – a, a player who has his faults. But with Desmond Bain out um, and Dylan Brooks only at, at $5,000 on FanDuel, um, there, there's some serious upside here. He played – Really, he's going to get his shots. He always gets his shots. Um, but it, it's the increase in minutes with with Bain out and, and the needed scoring uh, that Memphis is going to have. You know, in, in the most recent game, uh, actually, let's look at the last three games. Dylan Brooks played 33 minutes per 19.7 points, and he's chucking up 19 shots per game. He's only shooting 39% over that stretch. So basically, you got a guy who's chucking up about 20 shots per game you know, he, 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 his efficiency has been off, but if he, he just catches fire and even shoots like 50% one of these nights, gets a steal or two on top of that, uh, he's going to have a monster fantasy outing. Yeah, I agree. Someone that, that does love to chuck up shots and you, you enjoy that for DFS because the field goal percentage doesn't hurt you uh, at all. Um, you know, as far as like the, the injury target guys, Theo Maldon for the, uh, for the Hornets is, is interesting. Um, has had a couple of good games recently. LaMelo's out. Dennis Smith Jr. expected to be out. Uh, he's 4,400. Obviously, you have Nikola Jovic uh, with Bam uh, and Jimmy Butler both out. And Deadman is questionable still. Jovic had a nice game the other night. Possibly plays 30 minutes. If he plays 30 minutes, anything's possible, I guess. Uh, and then, you know, for the Nuggets, everyone's going to be playing Bones. Um a couple people might throw in some uh, DeAndre uh, Jordan, but I think Bones is the way to go there. I, I mean, these guys might be like 40% rostered, um, although it is a big slate. You never know. Um, yeah. Chances are you'll have to fade one of these guys, but who knows? I, I will say one, what, a couple of the issues I have is, one, I, I'm not thrilled with the matchup for Denver. Uh Dallas is one of the slower-paced teams in the league, and, and the over-under is not going to be – uh, one that you'd normally target. Um, and also with Bones specifically, you know, he's 5,800 on FanDuel. Um, so you're not even really getting that built-in value where where it's a guy, you know, a bench player who's getting a, sp- a potential spot start um, and he's $1,500 cheaper than he should be. Um, they kind of price enforced on him for, for tonight's slate. So that worries me. Um, but I, I still, I think he's, he is a solid option, especially, uh, if he's named the starter. And then I think a lot of people are going to be off of Michael Porter jr. Um, because of his, his bad showing, uh, with Jokic out earlier this week, he had 27 minutes and only scored five points, three rebounds, two assists for, for 9.6 fantasy points. Uh, but that was coming off a 41 point fantasy outing. Um, I, I think, He's way more likely to to hit 40 fantasy points tonight than, than another 10-point performance. Um, it, it, and upside for more because he, he could easily be the leading scorer for, for the Nuggets tonight. Um, I like Porter even more so if Aaron Gordon misses another game. 
Um, but there are a couple guys who we actually discussed earlier um, who, who I'm very high on. Bull Bull coming off his best game. Um, he's going to, you know, he's going to get another start. We have Ben Carroll out again. The Mel- Fultz and, and, and Anthony are both still out for the magic. So Bull Bull should see a safe 30 minutes. And, and if he sees that, you know, 40 to 50 point upside is there again. And at 5,300, that's a great price. Uh, and the other guy that was mentioned earlier, Cam Reddish, uh, despite the three big games that he's coming off, um, has not really seen a price increase yet on FanDuel. And 4,100, high over under against Golden State. I, I like that Golden State-New York game quite a bit as well. Yeah, I think um, I think those are all good targets. Um, anybody, any last thoughts before we wrap this thing up? Oh man, yeah. The, if you're going with more expensive options, there's tons of good players to pick from. Luca's back after after basically having a rest game. Uh, SGA has been an absolute monster th- this year. He's part of that Memphis game. Um, I think he's he, of course, a very very solid play. Um, I like Ja. Morant quite a bit though. I think if I'm targeting expensive players, Ja Morant at 10,100 going against OKC, I expect that game to be extremely high scoring, probably will, will eclipse the over. Um, and, and then Tyrese Halliburton still under 9,000 averaging 45 fantasy points per game. Um, and, and I feel like he still hasn't had, you know, he's had one or two 50 point. He's had three total 50 point uh, fantasy outings, but I feel like he hasn't put together that total game where he's like 30 points, 14 assists. And, and I think we're going to see it soon. And tonight against the Rockets um, is the type of matchup where I could see him just busting out and having, having one of his better games of the season. They, uh, the Rockets, sometimes defense versus position stats can be a little wonky, but I've been looking all season at those and the point guards against the Rockets, man, they, uh, they seem to just kill it. So, and we have, Kevin Porter Jr. questionable as well, so they could be down him. Um, as a reminder, FanDuel is providing a special offer to all new users. Sign up for FanDuel, play $1 in an NBA contest, and receive $10 free instantly. Without Ken, we will uh, skip the old man rants. We miss you, Ken. Um, thank you, everybody, for joining us on the Road Fantasy Basketball Podcast. It's presented by Vivid Seats and FanDuel. We'll see you guys next time.